Thanks for joining us as we go step by step through Mark's Gospel. Today, we're going to be looking at Mark chapter 6 and verses 45 to 56. If you're watching the video, there's a link in the description that takes you to an online Bible. Just click it and you can follow along as we work through the passage together. A number of years ago, I went to a toy shop. I wanted to buy one of those magnetic boards with letters and numbers. They had one on show, but none on the shelf for sale. I asked the shop assistant if there was any in storage. No, they said. And they went on to tell me that they weren't going to sell them anymore. What was I going to do? I really wanted to get it for my kids, but they had none left. Then I came up with what I thought was a good idea. I asked if I could buy the one on show. I mean, if they weren't going to sell it anymore, why would they need it? The reply is one I remember. Oh no, I can't do that. I don't have the authority. Throughout Mark's Gospel, we've been shown that Jesus has plenty of authority. He has the authority to forgive sin. He has authority over evil spirits. He has authority to heal and authority over death. He even has authority over nature. Is there a limit to what Jesus can do? And if there isn't, who is he? These are questions Mark has already been raising, but he does so again in these verses. We pick things up at the end of a long day of ministry. Jesus has been teaching a crowd of people and has miraculously fed them all. At the end of the day, Jesus sends his disciples off in the boat and dismisses the crowd. What does he do? Well, Mark tells us in verse 46. After leaving them, he went up on a mountainside to pray. I love that. Here's the son of God. What does he do at the end of a busy day? He goes to a quiet place and speaks to his father in heaven. And the Bible tells us that every Christian has that privilege, that wherever we are, we can turn and speak to God. From his place on the mountain, Jesus can see his disciples in their boat on the lake. They weren't having a good time of it. Verse 48 tells us they were straining at the oars because the wind was against them. The night's nearly over before Jesus leaves to join them. How's he going to get there? Is there another boat? Will he walk around the shore? No. In an incredibly matter-of-fact way, Mark tells us about one of the most extraordinary acts that Jesus did. Shortly before dawn, he went out to them, walking on the lake. What? Did I read that right? Walking on the lake. Walking on top of the water. How? Is that even possible? It seems that Jesus' intention was to keep going and meet the disciples at the shore in the morning, but those in the boat see him coming towards them and think he must be a ghost. Well, what other explanation is there? Here's a figure in the middle of the night walking on the water. They shout out in fear. It's been a hard night at the oars and now this. What did Jesus do? Verses 50 to 51 tell us. Immediately he spoke to them and said, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them and the wind died down. The disciples were gobsmacked. Put yourself in their shoes. What have you just seen? Jesus has walked across the lake on the water and now he's stepped into the boat as casual as you like. Who is he? Is there anything he can't do? At this point, the Bible makes a comment about the disciples and their response of shock and surprise. 
It tells us in verses 51 to 52, They were completely amazed, for they had not understood about the loads. Their hearts were hardened. What does that mean? In one sense, the disciples are right to be amazed. Jesus has just done something incredible and they should be in awe of who he is. Yet should they be surprised? Jesus had already shown that he has authority over the natural world. He calmed a storm on that very lake. The disciples had been there and seen it. The day before, he fed 5,000 plus people from a small pat lunch. The disciples had experienced that. Jesus, walking on the water, while certainly out of the ordinary, shouldn't have been a surprise. So why was it? Because they hadn't figured it out yet. They hadn't put together the evidence and come to the only logical conclusion. Standing in front of them was someone who had all authority. Someone who could command even the forces of nature. Standing in front of them was none other than the Son of God. A question I keep coming back to in these studies is, what do you think of Jesus? Over and over again, that's the question Mark wants us to think about. What's your answer? As we come to the end of this section, I want to encourage you to take stock of what we've seen so far. Are we seeing the Jesus the Bible tells us about, or have we limited him as we pictured him in our minds? Have we made him smaller than he is? Are we still surprised when we see him walking on the water, or does it make sense because we know he's the Son of God? Well, that's it for today. More next week as we continue to work our way through Mark's Gospel. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Apple or Spotify podcast, or like our Facebook page to be notified when it comes out. Hopefully, see you next time.